A little crazy, little sexy, little cool Little rough around the edges, but I keep it smooth I'm always left to center and it's right where I belong I'm the random mind and don't you hear in major songs And I like that Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Shaking the Table with your host, that partner. That's me. So, you guys, this week is a pretty exciting week for me. I'm not even going to lie. Um, it's the weekend before my engagement shoot. Isn't that crazy, you guys? I don't know if I told you, but I am engaged. Um, I got engaged like I'm sitting here trying to do the math backwards, but I might as well just say it was um, New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve of 2021. I'm so mixing up my years. I'm about to say 2021, 2022. We were going into 2022. I got engaged a day before 2022 happened, New Year's Eve, you know, total brain fart. But yeah, it's a pretty exciting weekend for me. Um, I'm not a super girly girl, so we're actually doing it in an arcade. <laughs> so that should be fun. I actually think it will be extremely fun. And I'm going to whoop his behind in the game. So we're going to have documentation of it, like on camera forever. <laughs> you know, but um, how's your weekend going, you guys? I hope last weekend was good. I hope this weekend is good. And I hope the weekends going forward are amazing for you. Um, so, you know, let's hit it. Let's get into this conversation because I know that's why you're all tuned in. Also because you love me. I hope that's the reason why. And if not, you'll learn to love me, I guess. <laughs> but we're going to be doing um, Black Identity Theory. Again, I should probably get really good at doing this recap. But you have, you know, your five stages, which is stage one, which is your pre-encounter. Stage two, which is your um, encounter. Stage three is immersion, immersion. Stage four is your internalization. And stage five is your internalization commitment. Okay, you got it. So you got all of those stages of becoming black or really coming into terms with your blackness. I want to make that clear. There is no one way of becoming black. That is why this is a theory. Some people it resonates with and it applies to. I feel like I'm one of those people. There are some people who are just like, mm, I don't think any of that is hitting me. And that's okay. Because like the social sciences, which is what psychology is, um, you don't weigh it based off of facts and figures necessarily. It's not like, you know, chemistry where it can be definitively proven. But you go by people's experiences and what people report. And what also there's there's some science to it. Obviously, it's a social science, you know, what the brain does, what the brain says, just after watching things repeatedly. Don't want to go into a whole technical rant, but just that disclaimer, um, there are multiple, multiple ways of becoming black. But this is particularly the way that we are discussing or experiencing your blackness. So we're talking about our stage two which is the one that I honestly think is probably the scariest, you know? Um, it's the scariest and it's the one that I think you have the least control over. Um, and it is your encounter. And for those who don't know or might need the refresher, 
an encounter, according to this theory, is when you are forced um, by, you know, it could be an event, like a single event, or a series of events to start to question um, certain norms that you became accustomed to into experiencing your blackness. So I'll just list like a few different examples of what that encounter can look like. And, and that's like both major and minor. So it can be um, getting pulled over and having a less than routine stop. Um, as an example, I, I have only ever gotten pulled over twice in my life, knock on wood. <laughs> I've only ever gotten pulled over twice as a driver. Um, and the first time, the first time I had ever gotten pulled over, um, my taillight was out and I literally had the light bulb for the taillight in my car. Like I had literally just driven to the um, shop to get it. And the officer pulled me over and, and this wasn't an encounter experience. He was he was not the brightest uh, irony. He was not the brightest officer, but it was also not like a hugely poor experience. Um, it was basically just like, where are you going? Get the light fixed. And he asked me if I had my seatbelt on, which even if I didn't, why would I tell you that if I didn't? But anyway, um, and then the second time was I couldn't get out of it with tears. It was it was a woman and she told me that I had uh, disrespected her yellow light, like that I had just gone through a yellow light too fast that it was red. And she said it was red when she saw it, even though it was yellow when I went through it. Regardless, um, it was a right turn. And I had insurance, but I was my insurance card wasn't in there. So long story short, I got a ticket for that. Anyway, when I would be with my brother, oh my gosh, tickets galore for him when he would be driving it's like non-stop being pulled over so I'm sure if he hadn't had an encounter before those were probably series of events for his encounter um one particular time it was me I was in high school and it was me my brother and my cousin and my brother's this at the time was just this tall lanky guy and my cousin also like the same height tall but built like a linebacker and we're just like chilling, you know, what young people do, just dancing in the car, singing, like nothing crazy. And we get pulled over. And the smoke, supposedly we had too much smoke coming out of our car, um, the exhaust pipe. Okay, fine. If, if that's your reason, that's all well and good. But the fact that it started with one car, one squad car, then a second one pulled up, and then a third. I'm not kidding you, there was three, um, excuse me, four squad cars at the end of everything for smoke taillight. And we had to get out the car for a smoking tailpipe. Please tell me that that has nothing to do with the color of our skin, particularly the color of their skin being these aggressive, brutally, brute type black men, obviously. Um, because on the contrast, I have also been in a car. This was also in high school. We were leaving um, 
for those who know the Coastal Carolina Fair. We were leaving the fairgrounds. And I was with one of my porcelain colored friends. And we didn't quite know where to go in the parking lot. I'm sure we looked really like just bewildered teenagers. And, you know, this cop comes up to the car and he just starts yelling at, you know, my friend who was the driver. And she just goes off. She's just cussing him back out. She's just like, ah, well, why can't I? Da, da? And I'm just like, um, okay, girl, <laughs> like, I might get killed in here. Like, I need you to calm down. <laughs> like, I'm not playing no games. <laughs> this is kind of what I'm thinking. Like, oh my gosh. Um, and she's just like cussing the officer clean out. And you know what? Nothing happens. No backup comes. Nothing happens he did ask us for our driver's license to look at it both of us i'm like i'm just sitting here but of course you know both of us have to give our driver's license and anyway anyway your encounter is realizing it's like it can be small it can be large but you're just like something ain't right with this like something is not is not right with this so i'm gonna need you guys to start thinking like what is your encounter like can you think if there was like a certain point in your life when you realized that you not necessarily that you were black but just that you were going to be treated differently because you were black so we're going to go to a commercial and use that time to think use that time to really kind of evaluate that and then we're going to jump back into this you're listening to that art nerd and shaking the table hey guys welcome back so you are listening to shaking the table with your host that art nerd and right before we went for commercial we were talking about just the different encounters that we've had that forced us to see that we were black or that we were going to be treated differently because of the color of our skin and you know, like I've talked about the encounters that I've had with my brother, which honestly, I would say even shockingly, even that wasn't jarring enough for me. Like I knew it was messed up, but it wasn't jarring enough to really open my eyes. Um, I can't speak for what um, him and my cousin's experiences were, but I've only also even like thought about like, dang, like I know my generation right now, like you know, I'm millennial, so I'm sure millennials and Gen Z is kind of like a running joke. Like, we don't play no games when it comes to that stuff. Like, we will call your racist mess out. Like, we will. Um, whether that be social media or just straight up in person, like, run up, get done up. Like, that's just kind of what it is. But I've also kind of had to think about it, too. Like, you know, it doesn't mean that our parents or our grandparents or our great-grandparents were for the faint of heart either because their type of racism like I'm not used to um segregated you know rooms or you know colored only sections or things like that like can you imagine can you imagine and it also kind of makes me wonder like how many people even could have a stage one you know how long did your stage one last like three days three days old and you had to be like yep you black you don't have to learn that like it's messed up (laughs) And you have absolutely no control over it. And it's, you don't know. It's just one of those things that hits you. Like, just hits you that this is wrong. This is not okay. Like, I'm going to be treated differently. Like, um, I went to an HBCU for middle and high school. I mean, for undergrad and grad school. And I remember coming back and working at my part-time job 
And that's when it's like I really started to notice a lot of the microaggressions, um, particularly at my part time job where like I've been called a nappy headed N word from an old white lady um, because I couldn't get to her fast enough when I was the only one working. Um, I was also like I have a degree in painting, you guys. I have a degree degrees in art and customer buying a shirt he's like what color do you think this is and say i think this is so-and-so color and he's like mm, no i don't think it is that i think i don't think you know what you're talking about I'm like actually you know I, i'm pretty sure i know about colors and he's like oh well, you know well notice i'm a student he's like well what school do you go to so i went to claflin university oh then i know you don't know what you're talking about at that type of school excuse me sir what like i wish i could go back in time and just reach over the counter but that wasn't who i was at the time it wasn't who i was <laughs> um but yeah, just these different experiences. And it was unfair. Like I remember it was, like I said, it was a series of experiences for me. It wasn't just one catastrophic thing, which it can be for some people. But it was just a series of things that made me be like, okay, I'm being treated differently for no other reason. What's the reason? What's the reason? Like for real, what's the reason? Because when I was on my HBCU campus, I was just Kanish. You know, if someone had beef with me, it wasn't because I was black. If someone loved me, it wasn't because I was black. If someone hated me, it wasn't because I was black. If I got an A, it wasn't because I was black. If I got on a team, it wasn't because I was black. But when you're out in the real world, when you hit that encounter, you have to wonder you have to wonder, and this is when those gears start shifting and when you can say that you've had your encounter experience. And I think it's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's better for it to be a series of experiences or for it to be like one like life altering, like some fruit fail station kind of thing. I don't know what is better. I just know that it sucks to have to have it at all. But this is where we are. So... Next episode, <laughs> we can talk about what to do with it because stage three is is all about what you do with that encounter, with that experience. Um, so yes, please join me <laughs> again next week. Hopefully I would have had a lovely weekend, you know, getting all dolled up. And I can tell you guys a bit more about that as well. Um, but yeah, you've been listening to Shaking the Table with your host, that art nerd. I look forward to talking to you guys again next week. Have a great day. Bye. I'm the random mind and don't you hear a major song that I